This just in. Rotten Mornings will not be played today. Instead, it will be replaced with another episode of Morning Friends. I hate to interrupt this program, sir, but this just in. A dog eating a shark steals Oh my god, breaking news! Breaking news just now at this top hour. Uh, today's episode will not be seen and will be instead More breaking news! Ice cream cone in back pocket! Breaking news! Breaking news! The baby is dead, everyone! Breaking news! Grim has, uh, left the show. Oh, what a More breaking news! Matt has worms! Have an ulcer there, you bitch! Huh. Matt! Matt, pass me the binoculars. Oh, oh, binoculars. Here, here you go here. That, binoculars. You made toilet paper roll binoculars. Yeah, but the, if you look, how am I going to see? Like look, ba- look over there though, the, near the watering hole. I don't see anything. It's what is that grazing in the grass? Look. Uh, a bird? I don't know. There's fucking no, birds everywhere. Fucking fix your face, bitch. That's oh. the podcast. Oh my god, it's the podcast. We've got to catch it. We gotta go get it right now. We're gonna go get the podcast. Hurry, We're gonna bring it's running. It to you guys. It's running. Oh, oh, oh my god, falling. it shit itself. Oh what is god. happening? I'm it oh my god, a jaguar's after it. A we jaguar? gotta save it. What the fuck is a jaguar? A I mean, jaguar. A jaguar. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> birds. <laughs> the year is 3072 AD. The world has been pillaged by darkness. In the horizon, the monoliths burn. And rot. Alive. <laughs> we have to narrate this apocalypse. And, oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cars burn slowly as people moan in the distance. Everyone the, has syphilis. Everyone is syphilis ridden. And there's no cure. No cure for syphilis in the future. And I have all the toe beans. This is Rotten Metro 3. 4452. That's not what you said. Yeah, okay. This is Morning Friends with Rotten. You're a bitch. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Morning Friends with Rotten. I'm Matt. I'm Grim. I'm Carrie. That's right, and we have a very special guest with us today, guys. Um... I'm trying to think back to when I first became aware. I think he was doing his uh, thirst trap with the uh, skull face on, and uh, he popped up in our feeds. And I had noticed a couple of times from uh, being a scurry face rep that I saw him pop up on scurry face a couple of times. And uh, when we finally met him, just a fucking pleasure to hang out with. I am, of course, talking about... Should I call you Evan or Mannix? <laughs> Evan is fine. That's All right, this is Evan right. Webb, everybody. Evan Webb. Get Evan Webb! Glad to have you. I'm happy My to be here. And it looks Finally. like you're all chained up, too. So, uh, yeah. don't know what's going on here. We didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we had no part in this. <laughs> and I am not abusive. You got one on, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have chains on me. 
Yeah, oh, let's God. start off with the question that everybody <laughs> wants to know. What is R-O-T-T-N? <laughs> R-O-T-T-N Should we start, start is... with Grimlock just outside? <laughs> yeah, so Grimlock just outside. Okay, why did I lock you guys outside? Because we I, mean, I will want... say Evan just kind of got roped into that. But, you know, yeah. that was because of Carrie. No, we walked outside and we wanted to talk to Grim after we got this card in the mail about Easter Sunday. We wanted to give Grim this pamphlet that we found and we gave it to her and we got locked outside. <laughs> oh, Carrie wanted to be an annoying little shit and be a little brat and annoy the fuck out of me. So I was like, all right, you buy, you, yeah, bye. <laughs> Get out of here. It was worth it and I would do it all over again. And probably will this Sunday. <laughs> and I'll lock you out again. Yay. Okay, and yada yada yada. What is our After that, we decided to leave. Um, so we went to Magic City Conjure, and then once we got there, we were like, okay, we're going to Canada. I'm leaving Rotten, and since you haven't been inducted yet, it's okay. We're gonna go start our own sex cult, and it is called R O T T N. Rotten. <laughs> <laughs> you can sign up under the Facebook post on my profile, and you get a free chain. <laughs> you get a free chain. <laughs> and who's creating these chains? Evan is. Yes, I am creating. Crap! I didn't sign up for that. Yes, you did. Wow. Right, flavor. Well, yeah. <laughs> fun, fun group. You so, know, it's, now, it's that we, now that we've got the formalities out of the way, uh, I want to, of course, address our guests. And, and, uh, address or undress? Yes, How did you, what did you say? Undress our guest. Um, well, and, he hasn't been inducted yet. I know, I know, I know. We're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, but, you know, just start off by telling us, like, um, sort of where you started on the journey of haunting, like, where, what was your first haunted house? And what led you to being an online personality or an online character and doing the traveling hunting? Uh, haunting. All right, so I started um, haunt acting back in 2010. Uh, my mom had seen that there was a audition posted somewhere for uh, Field of Screams in Maryland. So I went out and I auditioned for it. I got the part. Uh, my first weekend was honestly one that I, I tell everybody a normal actor probably would have quit on. Because they put me on their hayride with no scene. I had a platform. I was supposed to be a mad scientist. So I had to speak my first night at a haunt. And they told me that I'm introducing an armadillo man. Which was a full like foam latex armadillo costume. That was my creature that I created. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so I, like, I fucked up all night long. People were like, oh, he wasn't scary at all. And I got lucky in that... Uh, that Saturday night, I heard the manager talking about how they could never get somebody to play werewolves. So I was like, you know what? I volunteer to be your werewolf. And I did it for the next three years. So that was how I started. And I had to take a few years off for the military. And then I came back in 2018 to Laurel's House of Horror, which is where I'm at now. And now I'm at the helm of Frantics, who is, I, you could call him a clown. I don't think he's a clown. He looks like one, but he's a uh, he's an asshole. On yeah. <laughs> that's what he's created. And not me. 
I am aware so, that I am an asshole. Oh, I really don't care. Uh, okay, about so all of that, though. <laughs> so that's your like haunt experience. At what point did you decide to start, like, to pursue making an online personification and and start doing uh, uh, like original characters and stuff? Uh, that would have been roughly twenty twenty. I want to say, um, I had just started to build my own character for myself. My first one, um, had a lot of time in lockdown to really like iron out his details, uh, get inside of his head, figure out what he would want to do. And I had a friend who did like a weekly Instagram series where he would interview different haunt actors. So I took my character onto there, a very, very early version of him. And we did his live session, and then afterwards he was like, you should come over to my house, we're recording TikToks tonight. I had never recorded an actual TikTok up until that night, and I accidentally posted it at 4 o'clock in the morning, like an idiot, and I was like, man, this video is not going to get any views whatsoever, this is going to completely flop, whatever. I wake up the next morning, and I have thousands of new followers, there's content, there's our comments, there's likes, there's stuff all over the place, I couldn't even keep up with it. Awesome. And then after that, it was kind of like, all right, maybe there's a chance for me to do this thing. So I started making more videos, and the makeup changed like every week because the makeup artists were like, well, I want to try this. I want to try this. And I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Fuck it. I'm down. I'm just making videos five at a time. Um, and as that started to take off, when 2021 came around, I was able to then talk to other actors and other haunt owners and managers that were like, hey, yeah, we want you to come out. Like, you look like you're doing a pretty good job. So I was like, absolutely. So I started just talking to as many people as I could, networking in every way possible, and would just continuously find ways to just slide my happy ass into a haunt wherever <laughs> I fit in. Hell yeah. I would do stuff that didn't even fit the theme of the haunt, but I would just show up and like, yeah, this is my character. And they'd be like, dope, you're in. This is your That's spot. Awesome. And I'm like, fantastic. I'm supposed to be in a doctor's like hallway, and I look like me, so I don't fit in, but I'm going to rock this for a night, and that's just what I kept doing, and thankfully, it's led me to where I am now. Nice. Yeah. Very good. And yeah. you said now you're working at uh, Laurel's? Laurel's House of Horror, yeah. Love it. So, what would you say now is a big inspiration for you to keep going I think like the biggest thing for me is it's kind of an inward thing and for me I never want to be exactly like everybody else mm -hmm. I don't like the cookie cutter design I don't want to have the same look or the same lines the same oh, act sure. that other people have so I've just tried to continuously find little things to spice it up uh, find little things to say that like only I would say at a haunt um, and then every time it comes to the look I start with something relatively basic and then i just try to add as much crap to it if anybody saw my frantics vest by the end of the season i look like a lost and found i had a hoop earring on one side broken sunglasses on the other shit hanging all over the place caution tape that i had gotten uh from an accident scene and then picked up more at a rave that i worked and just kept roping stuff around it over and over and over again so nobody could have that exact look mm -hmm. and that's what i've continuously just tried to do with all of my characters Okay, another more important question, something we all want to know. <laughs> Are you being controlled by a tiny, a tiny little alien from outer space? If I was, I don't think I'd be able to tell you. Are you That's sure? Because we might be too. 
I mean, that's well, why we, we, already, we already talked that Matt might have one. Uh, Matt might, but it so depends on your answer. We got to pop him open and see. I'm going to pop you open. Well, can you go first so I can see the process? And then if he doesn't have one, I'm just going to run. No. But if he does no. have one, then I'm safe because we found the alien. You know, if we you found run, the imposter among us. we can't help but give chase. That's yeah, fine. We'll I can run fast. You. I can run really fast. We can run faster. Yes. We'll see. I saw Sometime you. Sometimes carry throughout. We will corner you. You heard it here second, folks. Uh, <laughs> everyone here can run fast. We're going to put a pillow inside you. <laughs> we're just going to have no, music in the background. Oh, no. Oh, no. Inside you. Inside you. I have a question. Oh, boy. Don't say, oh, boy. Oh, boy. What is the hardest thing about being a haunt actor to you for people that are wanting to get into it? Oh, God. Yeah, I know um, that's tough. I know it is. Just You can pick just one. I could pick one. Some advice or something. Yeah. Um, Some advice or something. Oh, if it's advice, it, it would be um, <laughs> learn how to pace your damn selves when you're out there. Absolutely. Like, yes. So many people get that's excited and like burn themselves out. And I get it. It can be really easy to do, especially when you're on a roll and you're getting scares left and right. Like, you feel like you're Superman, but then two hours into the night, you just completely die out. Your voice is gone. Your legs hurt. Your arms hurt from whatever prop you're using. Just take your damn time. <coughs> the good groups come in towards the end of the night, Chris. Yes. Not yes. right at the beginning. The people at the beginning have to go to bed early. They don't care about us. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get the people that are at the end of the night where they're all... You know, in a good mood because they ate, they got some drinks in them. You know, they were listening mm -hmm. to the music out in the queue line for like three hours waiting. Yeah. So, of course, mm -hmm. they're in good moods yeah. at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the people you want to go after, not the the people in the beginning. I've always yes. wanted to take some of the uh, actors from a lower volume haunt that are like really big, explosive, like some of their key actors, mm -hmm. and move them over to doing like 5,000 people a night. <laughs> I can tell you nobody is ready for that. <laughs> we had a night last year where uh, we were used to having like maybe a 1,000 people, 1,200 people a night. And that was like pretty good. But this was our first big Saturday. And um, one of our guys, Matt, and I passed each other on the outside of the hunt. He's like, yo, have you been up front yet? And I was like, no, I haven't, but I'm headed that way now. He's like, dude, it's packed. And I was like, okay, how packed is packed? He's like, there's probably 1,500 people in the queue mm -hmm. line right now. And I was like, no fucking way. You're kidding me. I walked around, yeah, it zigzagged back and forth like four times, wrapped around the courtyard and was going again. I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm alone up here right now? <laughs> I, went, I spent a few minutes out there and I was like, Matt, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. <laughs> All by myself. <laughs> it was it was chaos, but like in the best way. And nobody is ever ready to face 1,500 people in one small spot oh, and like no. be able to mentally track everything. You yeah, can't see yeah. everything. There's a, a lot, lot of noises. goes into it, yes. Yeah, and for me, I always had a habit of, we had a little stage out there with the DJ booth on it. I always came up with a chainsaw so I would have it revved up as I walked down the little alleyway to get out there because I wanted all the attention. I wanted mm -hmm. to pull eyes on me so I would hop on the mm -hmm. stage and I would just rev it and be looking around left and right, make sure everybody's looking at me. Do the whole thing where I like lick the blade and then shoot like mouth die up in the air so it looks like I split my tongue open. 
And then I did that whole thing, and I looked down, and that's when I was like, oh, shit, there really is a lot of people <laughs> looking at me right now, expecting me to do something. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I looked at the DJ, and I was like, oh, dude, I'm so screwed out here. He's like, yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> By the way, everybody, here's one of our monsters. Like, no! <laughs> you can't do this to me! <laughs> <laughs> just let me rock and then I think he started playing like some Adele music or something like that I was like I can't work in these conditions made it worse I was like you could have given me anything else you gave me Adele oh, no. fuck yeah thank you Taylor Swift would have been nicer oh, God. <laughs> like, I appreciate this I was like never mind I'll find like fuck me dude <laughs> <laughs> running around with your chains all to like yeah. a slow like, romance at least when it's like a dance song like I can rev it along like with the bass yeah. or something I had nothing. I just kept looking back and flicking them off. Fuck you, bro. There used to be a band called Jackal, and their lead singer would play a chainsaw for some of the songs. He would use the revving of the chainsaw like an instrument. I kind of oh, love wow. that. <laughs> there we go. And they, they did a song called I'm a Lumberjack Baby, and it's like, I'm a Lumberjack Baby. Wow, 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 wow. Stupid. So stupid. <laughs> I got to find that added to the rotation. <laughs> um, okay, so you're talking a lot about uh, being a, uh, a line worker. Are you primarily at this point just... A lot like primarily line working uh, that's what I started doing the line work last year I had had like a little taste of it here and there prior to that but um, last year was the first year that we really started to raise up icon style characters so I got picked for one of those and they picked me to do the the clown one oddly enough I enjoy clowns but I've never thoroughly enjoyed being one mm-hmm. so I kind of just took everything that I did for Mannix flipped it on its head completed the polar opposite version of him and I was like okay this is my character now and it worked amazingly in line a lot better than I ever thought it would honestly so that's what I started doing last year and then just recently at Transworld I got promoted to actor manager so I'm still filling an icon slot while doing the manager thing so I'm hardly ever going to be inside unless I'm walking through checking on all the other actors and then I'll bounce back out and do the thing so I'm quickly able to go wherever I need to go at least that's the plan. We'll see how well that works out when the season yeah. actually starts. <laughs> well, aside from being very, very fast and also pacing yourself, for line acting specifically, what would you give as a tip trying to work a 1,500-person crowd? You have to stay on your toes. You have to have you know your P's and Q's separated. you got to cross your T's. Dot your eyes. You have to be on the ball because everybody's going to be looking at you no matter where you are. You could be halfway across the courtyard and they're still going to be like leaning over the line saying like, okay, he's back there. So if you slack off for even a second, if you break character for a heartbeat, they're going to catch it. And if they're like eagle eyed and they're big into the acting portion, they are going to just immediately be separated from the experience. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. So you really have to keep your voice going. You have to keep your act going. Uh, you have to keep your energy up. Good luck with that because once you start swirling around and you start seeing everybody and people are pulling you this way and that way for pictures and it's this person's birthday, so you have to have something for that. Uh-huh. You got this person who's on her, uh, like, with all of her bridesmaids out there for a bachelorette party. You're like, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep all these different things going you have to improv like crazy 
Um, and yeah, the, just stay on your toes, stay moving. Don't stick around in one spot because you're going to have way too many people in that little bubble and you have to get around to everybody to keep your act going. Yeah, people don't see how much you put into it or how much a haunt or how much everything goes into one thing. There's going to be people there that come there just to heckle and pick you apart. Oh, so absolutely. You, you have to constantly stay just like that. Mm. There are no breaks. No. There are no breaks. And let me tell you, I love the hecklers when they come through because, mm -hmm. like, I had oh, yeah. cut-up shorts. My shoes were, like, old 10-year-old Converse's that I put steel toes on in case I kicked anything and for whatever sliding I could do. So people would always come in there. They try to roast you left and right. They bring oh, their yeah. best jokes out. So you have to sit there and fire back real quick. And I luckily I had somebody that I could spitball some off of. So her and I would be able to take like little lines and like she told somebody something. She would tell me was like, "Yo, I love that. I'm using that this season." So when the opportunity came around. I fired that line off and I called it back. I was like, yo, that was dope as shit. Yeah. It worked just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was yes. something easy. Like if they came up to you and they tried to insult your character, you just look at him like, well, you look like you don't know how to swim. Yeah. And her thing was there was no comeback to it. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would say. Or like, you, you look like you don't know how to ride a bike. It's like, there is really no way to respond to that in a clever fashion because that's not an insult that you usually use on somebody. It's not like I said, oh, your mama's so fat, she yeah. this, that, and that. Yeah. It was, it's like something that you make them go, what the hell did you well, just Well, it's also based on the way that you say it, like you're not telling them that they can't swim. You're not telling them that they're unable to do anything. You're telling them that they look like yeah. they're unable to do some random function. And that's like the it's nicest great. way to slam somebody, mm -hmm. and they're just going to be like, Huh? Like, <laughs> you, look like you couldn't even fucking knit a basket in a fucking volcano or some bullshit yeah, like that. Yeah, you tell them to take up underwater basket weaving or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and that's that's actually always, really good advice. Yeah, I always had like a, a megaphone at one point, so if somebody was really trying to call me out, I would be louder than them at all times. Yeah. And you can always direct it like right into their face, so they're saying like, oh, you look like you're a piece of shit. What was that? He's like right up into their face. Uh, one lady was trying to yell at me, and I was like, oh, my God, everybody, look. It's Bernadette from the Big Bang Theory. She had, like, that really high-pitched oh, voice. Oh, my God. No. The line starts laughing, and I just salute a little bit, and I skirt away, and I'm like, yep, this interaction's done. <laughs> Come more talking for you. Yeah, you have no comebacks. I got you. <laughs> you have dismissed him from the face of this planet. Yep. <laughs> Everybody judges you now. <laughs> Everybody's going to be looking at you. <laughs> so if you have like one, because everybody that comes on here has like a story that stands out from them that they've told a million times, but it has something to do with something that happened to you at the haunt. What is that story for you? Oh, God. Oh, I probably have so many stuck in my head somewhere. You got to fish around. Just pluck one. Yeah. It's like, which one do I use? <laughs> um... God, there's so many that I could think of. I mean, I can go with one from last season. Uh, it was when I still had the taser stick, and uh, Matt, who plays a character called Porter, was out there with me in the queue line. It had been raining that night. like It was just really bad, so every, there wasn't too many people that showed up. We could fit everybody underneath the little overhang of the building. But there was one group of, like I want to say they were between 10 and 15, that showed up, and um, we got one of them running from us. She like ran to the very end of the courtyard, as far away from the haunt as she could. And then as she started to walk back, I had been around in the front of the line. Matt was coming around the back. 
So he revved his chainsaw up and just like nailed her. She was about to take off running. You could see the little hot feet going for a jeep. <laughs> and I just, I heard the chainsaw rev look up and I was like, got it. Come running over with the taser stick. And as soon as she goes to cut right, I just zap right towards her feet. Her body stopped moving, but her feet kept going. <laughs> and she slams into the ground so hard that somebody caught it on video and then posted it on TikTok with the cartoon sounds like the <laughs> bang. Oh my god, no. She tried to get up and like start running, so Matt like puts his hand out for her, and as soon as she reaches, he just cuts the saw towards her. She's like scrambling backwards, finds the fence, gets up and start running. And at the tail end of the video, you can hear me just like heckling the shit out of her to the rest of the line while Matt's chasing her with a chainsaw and he gets her cornered underneath like the security guard's chair. It's like she folded up under this little school chair and is sitting under there and he's still going. Just walking over there. That was probably one of the best ones we had from this past season. I'm sure she's still having nightmares. Yeah, just like she hears tasers and fucking shits herself. I hope all of her friends in high school caught that video when it got posted and they just clown her for the rest of the time <laughs> it was too good too fucking good and probably got a little secret nickname to make fun of her oh, yeah. <laughs> what's up slippy how you doing <laughs> slips a lot slips a she lot she got the happy feet <laughs> slips a lot happy feet slips a lot this is fucking perfect <laughs> so like um what's one of the like out of the different haunts that you've worked What's a room that you've worked that was really memorable to you? And what what was it and what did you do in that particular room before you were working or after you? Before. Yes, before you were working with lines. Um, before I worked lines, I think it would probably be what we called Clown Town at uh, Field of Screams, Maryland. Because that's where I kind of was able to bring Maddox out for the first time in a very early form. Like, again, he was a clown. He was never meant to be a clown, but that was the area with the most freedom. Um, and it was during 2020, so there was, like, everybody that was inside had to wear masks. Everybody that was outside, we were in masks, but we were able to, like, have a little more freedom of motion. So I took that role with it, and that's when I learned how to work in open space because the pathway to that was, like, 30 yards of where they can see you yeah. every step of the way. So it was a whole other thing of, staying in character staying bouncing around even if you're talking to somebody else like you have your body gestures like you're being very loud and moving around and flailing your arms even yeah. though you guys can't see this i'm flailing my arms yes if you <laughs> if you could see right now he's flailing his arms madly around <laughs> so that's when i started picking up all of that and i just was able to take that in so many different directions um changing in semantics of the next year i didn't have a scene i was just in the middle of a trail in a spot where I found I could hide in somebody's shadow. But because I knew how to act with people being able to walk up and see me at that point, it was like the entire act would just fire off so quickly without a hitch. And then you translate that into the line. Now I'm taking all eyes on me before I make my first move towards the line. Yeah. Like now I'm just demanding the attention that a lot of people are like, okay, I don't want them to see me before I do this. I want to sneak up. I'm like, no, no, I'm over here. Chainsaw revving up above yeah, my head. I'm right yeah. fucking here. <laughs> this is where I'm hiding. Come to me. Nice. That's what I like now. And that's why that, that scene just really better than any room that I could have been in any decorated space. Like I've been in some great ones, but just being in the open and having to learn all of that on the fly over the season, which was already difficult enough, that was the by far the best scene for me to like learn and grow in. Okay, so you've <clears throat> you've mentioned Mannix, and you said when you had him in the scene, it was before he was flushed out. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd really like to know a little bit more about 
what that character, what Mannix is, sort of what influenced you to go in that direction, and what other characters do you have in your repertoire? I would like to know which one your favorite is, too. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, so Mannix is by far my favorite. He's my OG. He's my uh, just drawn-out creation that we I do got adore to Manics. spend. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I got to spend so much time just, like, living his world because of lockdown in 2020. I couldn't really do anything. My hours got cut at work. So I was just starting to create this guy. And uh, it started out as a werewolf idea, which until I saw the prices of the werewolf costume pieces, and then I was like, yeah, nope, fuck that. Mm-mm, nope, no I'm shit. not dropping 33000 like whatever many exactly. dollars into it exactly. to make it look good because I love it when werewolves look good. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was looking, I was like, okay, how can I do something like this without doing this and still have fun? So I mulled over a ton of ideas and I eventually came up with the idea of making him a familiar. So I started trying to flesh out the different ways his story could go and um, I basically tied him into the Salem Witch Trials because I like historical tie-ins. It was something that oh, sounded yes. really nice. So essentially, his rebirth into a human form was the dance that Abigail and the girls caught the witches doing. And then that way, I could start working, weaving little intricacies into his story. Um, he very much looked like a demon-esque at first. He had his sigil on his face instead of um, on his arms. Uh, and just over time, we started working with different looks. Me and another makeup artist who has spent a shit ton of time working with me. So, Christian, if you do fucking hear this, you are a god, my friend. Christian, you are a god. Oh god. You took, he took this look from what it was, my shitty ideas. If I went this, 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 and he was like, no, fuck that. We're doing this instead. And he dumbed it down, and then we moved it around and spaced it out into this half-skull look that we have. And if I could ever sit down and like really have like two hours to explain his backstory i laid out 330 years I of what that guy love had been that. Doing. Yeah. i oh, love yes. when characters are tied into anything historical things mm-hmm. that have actually happened i love that so fucking much i would love to hear it one day oh if you ever have the time i oh, got yes. the time got it <laughs> in got the future i'm going to know about this so, so you heard that guys uh be aware that in the future he is going to be releasing a book uh, that is the Book of Mannix. Yes. The Book, Book of Mannix. Yes. That sounds perfect. <laughs> I would buy that book. There would be a chapter in How to Thirst Trap. Maybe if I teach you, then a lot of the scare actors that picked up on what I did won't try to horribly copy it on TikTok. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this again. Like uh, you said, Mannix, what are your other characters? So my other one that I have that's still fully fleshed out is Frantix, which is the one that I'm playing at Laurel now for the most part. Manic slides out every once in a while, but uh, Frantix is my main one there. And then I do have a demon who I've never named. He's just the demon that showed up on my TikTok page. Everybody like loved and adored him from all that I could tell. Uh, and he's still one I had a very small following, so maybe a third of what I have now. And just everything about him clicked. He could be wacky and crazy. He could be serious. He could be romantic. He could be fucking stupid whatever i needed him to be he could be because i always jumped off of (coughs) the thing where he was just summoned yesterday yeah so he knows nothing so everything that he does is natural it always works for nice uh i got to bring him out at valentine's day for a little bit minus the horns uh just because it was a thing where i had a little bit of freedom because i wasn't going to be out there to start the night it was my first time doing the managing thing so i was like yeah just uh let's 
let's throw my demon on me and rock it. So it was the original early TikTok look with the sigil on the face, all leather, of course, because I can't get away from black leather. Weep, and weep, weep, weep. <laughs> just, just went out there and was doing the thing. And um, uh, we had a group that came through that night. And all I was, they didn't know my character's name. They just called me Handsome Chainsaw Man. So there's a post on their Instagram where it's like me crouched up on the counter and it's like uh, handsome chainsaw man in repose and I was like that's my name from now on change everything handsome chainsaw man that's my story I don't need a backstory because I'm fucking handsome handsome and I have chainsaw man. I mean it's pretty cut and dry like I mean it's there and there so. it's self explanatory it's good but nothing's dry when I'm around because I'm <laughs> handsome <laughs> So you like going to conventions. You were just yes. at, I think, KatsuCon? Is that KatsuCon, yeah. KatsuCon, how was mm. that? You were just as Deadpool. Yes, I did Deadpool on Saturday. Deadpool is like my go-to um, for cosplays as far as like the anime stuff goes because he's completely opposite from haunting. He's mm-hmm. funny. Like He still has the funny, the quick-witted, uh, quick jokes, kind of bounces around from place to place, but I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to make everybody laugh. Different. Yeah, and I think that the balance of that is what a lot of haunt characters or haunt actors don't really get. Mm-hmm. They'll take their characters to any convention and be like, oh yeah, fear me because I'm mm-hmm. this. And it's like, if you're always trying to be scary and you don't learn that other counterpart of it, mm-hmm. you will never take off as an actor. Uh, Some people can do scary all the time. Because there's a lot of people yeah. that come through that aren't really scared, and you can yeah. entertain them in a different way. Exactly. Yes. And if you don't know how to do that because your entire repertoire is boo, ah, boo, ah, boo, ah, mm-hmm. you, you're never going to have that total package. And you can look at a lot of guys that are huge names in the industry, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're scary all the time. I Bet you they crack dick jokes every once in a while when yeah. they're in the queue line. You know they do, or they dance around silly. Well, I mean, you look at like the the people that I like when it comes to serial killers or killers in general in movies. It's the ones that that are hilarious mm-hmm. because it's like absurd. Like the idea itself is already absurd, but if you add absurdity to it, mm-hmm. it does something to the psyche. Like yes. where it's so absurd, it's back to possible again. Right. And I, I, I love that. I think that's fucking bad as hell. Um, <clears throat> so you say so you've been in it for around 12, 13, 13 years. years. Yeah, this is my 13th year. Um, oh, wow. 13th yeah. year. Yeah, I'm Exciting. Only 13s. I know. I'm an old dog in this game. <laughs> um, Friday the 13th. <laughs> and I, I we first met you at, um, in person we first met you. Mm-hmm. At uh, My Bloody Valentine, and yes. uh, you didn't have your glasses on. No, so I was blind. You couldn't um, see shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, who are you again? So oh, wait, I think I smell talk, you out. Talk to what him, the fuck is Lean way the fuck in like, oh, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. I had the, had the contacts in and everything, so my vision was already cut off because of those. And then I think it was random, too, how we met, because I remember I saw a group of people standing at the end of like the entrance. So I was like, all right. Fuck it. I have nobody else around here. I'm going to go pop a scare off. And I shoot up around the corner and everybody's talking. And I stop just inside the doorway. And I'm like, okay. I got literally nobody's attention. So, oh, there's other actors in here. They don't care. And I think it was Grim who was like right next to me. And she said hi. And I looked at her. I was like, wait, I know you. You're Grim, right? She was like, yeah. I was like, we follow each other on TikTok and Instagram. I'm like, I'm Manix. Like, I mean, 
Evan. You would know me as Evan. And you go, oh, fuck, yeah, that is you. And I was like, yes. And then I look over to the right, and then you noticed me, and you were like, okay, fuck this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Go over here and say hi to you. I was like, fuck yeah. So I finally got to meet you all, except for this little ghost yeah. over here. Who never showed up to Carrie anything. actually just got her first taste of going to ARCs yes. uh, for the uh, Scream About break. Time. That was amazing. Well, before, she didn't live here, and we didn't get to see her as much for a while. And it yeah. was sad, it was hard. Breaking, I was unless in a it box. was like the haunt. She would in come. Box, she was always there at the haunt. She in Saudi Arabia. Right. Only got out of the box for the haunt. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I do remember that's how we we met you guys for the first time. So I I'll always remember that moment because that was just like an out of nowhere, completely random shot. I could have seen you all there. I'm like, I don't want to go to that group. Yeah. I'm just gonna go back to this way. But I just remember shooting up there, and it was like, okay, fuck yeah. I've followed you guys for like ever. I think. Uh, Rodden had showed up in the lives that I was doing on like TikTok yes. and stuff yeah. and I never fully knew who everybody was so getting to actually finally be able to meet you two was amazingly random <laughs> of all the so things happy. that I could have had happen in that moment so yeah no that was and that whole weekend was a blur except for like three moments and that was one I was so lost at arcs I had no idea what was going on there was so many actors there that it was like tripping over each other yeah it was just one long moment in time where I was able to shoot up and do something stupid, and then I ran into you guys. That's and I was fucking like, "Fuck awesome. yeah, here we are!" That's <laughs> fucking awesome. We are here. Hey, I, I definitely that was a great fucking night. It that really night was, was fucking awesome, and getting really to see awesome. everybody, and like me having to like walk behind Grim and be like, "Okay, that's so and so." She's like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> the yeah, info. That's, that, okay, that's their name. I got you." <laughs> <laughs> because when she did it with you, she did it. She knew who the fuck you were. Yeah. She just couldn't fucking remember like what, like who you actually were. Yeah. And so when when she said it to you, I was like, "That's that's Maddox." Remember, uh, we did we were on his live, and he did this video, and she's like, "Oh fuck yeah, he's yeah. mad as fuck." Blah, blah, blah. Follow each other on TikTok, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and and you, I remember you were up in the little. Um, the kitty cat area that Mike yeah. was in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I kept getting stuck up there because I'm too tall and not flexible enough to make it down safely. So <laughs> I'd hang out at the top for the longest time, and then eventually I tried to make my way down. Knew I wasn't going to make it gracefully, so I just turned it into a whole bit. Like, all right, here we go. I got this. I got No, I don't got this. <laughs> like straight through the hole, end up on my shoulders somehow. <laughs> trying to find my way out. I kept getting lost in the which hole let out and which one was just a circle. So that got annoying. But yeah, that's where I hung out at for a lot of time. Not because I loved it there, but because I was stuck there. <laughs> it was too high to jump off. <laughs> and there were so many fucking people there. Yes. There were so many actors so there. Many. There were so many people but there. The majority of it was makeup and costume that I didn't recognize, so I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what to call everybody by. And yeah. now it's like, now that we've been in this a while, I've, I pretty much got a lot of it now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. some people, even even this year, went with kind of a, an alternative character. Yeah. And we're really, really cautious about not like misnaming a person's character. Yes, I don't want, like to call out their actual I don't want to come name. up to somebody yeah. who's got somebody else on who has multiple characters and be like, oh, you're fucking, you know, if you're Frantix, I don't want to be like, Manix, what's up, dude? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Because that's, again, like uh-huh. the immersion of me knowing that is just the same as the immersion of you playing that character. And just yeah. in case anything's ever changed, there's not something like very distinguishable between one and the other. A lot of times we won't mm. even call out names. We'll just say, hey, because we don't want to ruin anything yeah, for anybody. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
my, my thing is always, you can, if you see me somewhere and you don't remember the character's name, just walk up, grab my arm, and go, hey, asshole. And I'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, it's you. It's <laughs> you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you Noted. got me. Noted. Both of my characters are assholes. Francis is just a louder asshole than Manix <laughs> Well, I would, I would easily say that there's not a lot of people that we're going to be sneaking up on. Uh, me and Graham <laughs> have a tendency to have a pretty... Loud and beat each other yeah, and we're just I mean, being like stupid we, as shit. We don't go somewhere shit. that we don't like be the... What the fuck is going on over there? So, and then there's also little Carrie, who is typically always in feral mode. The ghost right. that just kind of shows up. <laughs> yeah, the, the the sometimes feral child. No, she walk up, walk out of the door, and she just like get starts getting like, okay, okay, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna start chewing my arm. <laughs> and everybody's walking up to her like, what the fuck I, I is wrong with you? That. Yeah, that. that checks sometimes out. Sometimes I like to chew your arms too. Though. That is true, and then random people's arms that yeah. you don't know. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, they only scream once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I wear armor most of the time. So <laughs> yeah, you're going to need a piece right across know. your forehead. Yeah. Now. Trying to get another hey, 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 hey. <laughs> she she I don't know what you guys are talking about. I did not do anything. I'm just going to incorporate a helmet <laughs> into my, in my uh, costumes from now on. I don't know why you're saying you need a helmet. Maddox is now an army guy. We'll replay the audio later when you can just go back to the replay. Let's go back no, to the replay. No, no, there's no evidence call back of the chestnut video. We're not going to listen to this. Listen, guys, there's no evidence of anything. I did nothing. I'm innocent. You guys know this. Carrie would not hurt a fly. So you don't know why these people are bleeding and crying and pointing at you. <laughs> That's funny, but no. You can, you can line that smack up with, like, a, a MLB game. What's yeah, that? it definitely, it definitely about sounds like, like the, yeah, it's a baseball game. It just comes yeah. in. <laughs> a mob game? <laughs> What's back? What's back? MLB, what the about? mob game. You die. <laughs> oh, LB? Yeah. Oh, okay. MLB, yeah. Okay. Not mob, not mob. <laughs> I mean, it would work for smack, a mob so game because it sounded <laughs> like he, she took a billy club to <laughs> his fucking nugget. We need you to get rid of this guy, Shay. Take out. Oh, boy, I got him for you. I still claim that I am innocent because I am. I am. Innocent until proven guilty. Everybody yeah. listening to this video knows to you are not innocent. Video to <laughs> that is not true. Uh, you guys know I'm innocent. I mean, she has angel wings in her closet, so I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it counts. And I have a halo. See, right Where? there. Right that there. is not a fucking uh, halo. That's not a halo. You have horns holding. No. A see, there you, you go. You guys she just don't have the sight. I yeah, do not we don't have the sight. That's true. A That's swing true. That's true. No 2015 vision. Now I can see a halo. What's up there? It is a halo. It's right there. No, that's that's a diamond. That's not a halo. Yeah, that's a fucking. That's a, that's a halo. <laughs> that's no. a burning cross upside yes. down. No! You <laughs> said it, why are you hitting me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't hit you. I was never hitting you. Heard that sound. I'm sure it was a crisp hit just now. I did that not was, hit him. That was boom, His boom. arm popped. Stop blaming him. <laughs> Thank you, Grim. Yeah, just watch See the guys. video. The video will be going up <laughs> later, up. I'm sure. My arm's gone. <laughs> that's your own fault. You shouldn't have cut your own arm off. Watch there be no video. It's a finish video. Yeah. So, do you guys got anything else? want to uh, ask Evan about? How long does it... Yeah. For all parties oh, involved. How long does it for all parties involved? <laughs> Answer the question! It takes about the amount of time to lick through four Tootsie Pops. If you remember Three. those old commercials. Mm-hmm. Oh. Four of those. How many golden eggs have you hatched today? And Just how many today. times did Carrie impregnate you? 
Yeah, how many times did Carrie impregnate She you? tried to do it a lot of times. I mean, just uh, <laughs> Is it like a face hugger type of impregnation? Exactly like that. Like she just jumps across the room and she, latches onto your head sits, and starts... Oh, 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 it's not even her. And then everything her. pops out That's your chest. That's the funny thing. Yeah. It's, it's not even her. <laughs> she just anything. like shoots it like Dragon Ball Z style. She just pulls it out of this putty and she shoots it She got that big you. dick energy. Just say, hummy, kami, ha. And it just attaches to you and then all of a sudden you start bubbling and then all of a sudden you have like this little fucking... Sort of like... Gremlins coming of off of you? Yeah, but not as cool as Stripe. Like Is that the one why that one of your eyes are bulging the, out? Yeah, that's exactly why. Because yeah, she, she got me right that's there. That's not his eye bulging. Oh. That's where she fucking plugged him <laughs> on the forehead. Oh, <laughs> how do you not do that? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rest of your ear at? Carrie! <laughs> she did rip my earring out earlier. Uh, 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 on to another topic. So I have questions. so rough with each other. Jesus Christ. He abuses me. I don't abuse him. I have not. He abuses me all the time. Yeah, Jesus abused Jesus, me. Yeah, I'm so confused Listen, right now. But earlier, Jesus he is tried to kill me. He sat on me with his hands around my throat, and I couldn't breathe. You asked him to do that. No, yeah. I didn't. Liar. That he was, just did it. That was one of the things that I was told, that when I eventually would hang out with all of you, because I've choked Grim before. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Matt was like, yeah, you got to make sure you choke her, but don't do it like a bitch. Like, do it tight. Yeah, like, don't, <laughs> don't, I was like, don't, don't be a little, don't be a little bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in the moment, I, I choked Grim, and I was like, okay, I don't want to go too hard, because we are in public in the middle of the trans world. I don't want everybody to killing her. Oh, no, drop me. Yeah. Drop her. So now Drop I know me. for now. So they kept telling me, like, okay, when you finally come out to the house and you hang out and you meet Carrie, it's like, you gotta choke her. She really loves being choked. So I was like, okay, cool. And then we so you seen up. her and you jumped on her and you choked her. No yeah, wonder why like you're missing half your ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it the she first no time idea. and she, like, laughed at me. And I was like, okay, this is some... You bitch, now you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> they started so throwing some smacks in. Maybe I didn't do it hard enough. So then as I warmed up more, I was like, okay, I got this. I give her a countdown and like, boom, we did. In, and she like, likes okay, it cool. if you yeah. fart on your hands first. How oh, about no? <laughs> I'll remember that one for I later. I am going to commit a... No! No! <laughs> a nothing. Arson. Arson. Uh, commit a podcast! Uh, I have a question. Yes? What was the best and worst part about being here? Don't answer either of those questions correctly, <laughs> or you're gonna die. Okay. Uh, um, the the worst. Heed my warning. Was um um. Keep in mind, his clothes are on, podcasters. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you saw the picture earlier. I do have pants on. Yeah. Shorts. Yeah, he had pants on. I don't. On. My eyes are appearing I mean, under all of They're you. both wrapped in a blanket right now, so I really can't confirm that. But anyway. I have Neither pants one of them on. Have pants on. <laughs> okay, that's fishnets. That's not pants. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing a lot of material to have pants. Shut up. <laughs> um, the best part was teaming up for ROTTN. Fuck yeah. yeah. Woo, rival sex cult. cult. We're going to win. Come join our sex cult. Lots uh, of chains and stuff. The worst part? I don't think I have a worst part yet. We'll see. Sadist yet. and masochist only. Yeah. yeah, we can still fuck there's this still up. More, there's still two days to maybe add something into it. Oh, we did find some uh, that 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 dead raccoon the other day. So that the was pretty dope. Oh, the possum. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so it we was got to watch that. dead for three weeks. We could tell based on the level of decay, based on forensics, and we looked at the insects that were on it. So it was about two and a half, three weeks dead. So we're gonna go back Sunday before you leave. Yes. And we're gonna take some bones. Bones. The claws are mine. Bones. 
The teeth are mine, so that's okay. <laughs> Compromise. There's a bucket in the backyard, guys. Perfect. We're going to get some gloves and go. Yes. Scavenging right, so for bones. <coughs> if you oh, guys we don't have... We did find a feather. Oh, yeah, it I saw that. It was a beautiful feather. 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 We've got to identify feather. said yeah. feather. I think, it's an, I think it's a hawk. And I don't know. Maybe, but it almost looked like an under feather um, for an owl. Yeah, because it was only Almost. one. There was no other feather, so it wasn't from like a fight or anything. It must have just came out. Yeah, it could be. Could be hawk. So, y'all got anything else you wish to ask Evan? At this point in time, all of my answers remain anonymous. Okay. Uh, you want to tell the audience where they can find you, your show socials, your links, anything that you're involved with, and the best with. way to reach you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so my socials are very easy. They're both the same thing. It's haunts or be haunted. No underscores. No spaces. All one Every, word. All one word. Everything is in there. It's Instagram and on TikTok. Because uh, I used to have separate names, and I realized when you try to make a business card with too many things on it, it mucks it up. So they're mm -hmm. both the yes. same now. Uh, so you can definitely find me on there. Instagram is the easiest place to find me and message me. I swear I'm going to try to get back to all of you if I remember. Because <laughs> I have messages sitting in there for days because I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, but that's probably the easiest spot to find me. And you can catch me this season if you're in Maryland at Laurel's House of Horror. Just listen for the asshole with a chainsaw. Yes, the again, that is... asshole with a chainsaw. Yes. <laughs> the best way to reach him is on Instagram, and you can find him on his socials, Haunt or Be Haunted, mm -hmm. all together. And he's not wearing pants on them, so go follow. And he doesn't have pants Pat, on right now. Go check out this pantsless man. He in, has in pants on. In all fairness, on. a lot of my videos are shot from the waist up, so I could not have pants on. Could That's not. That's what you, yeah, you all want to believe. He's not wearing pants. I can't give that away for free. <laughs> but if you want to pay four ninety nine to my made-up OnlyFans, then you can come and see me without my pants on. It Where are exist. your pants? It doesn't exist. Don't go looking on for me. in at OnlyFans. Yeah. As a side note, Carrie chewed the pants <laughs> off. Yeah. They were edible pants. Yes, they were. <laughs> and I wore them for three weeks before she did. They taste like blood. <laughs> and fruit roll-up yeah. is what I was told. Fruit roll-up so, and blood uh, mixed together. What we're going to do now is a little bit different than we normally do on this. Uh, we have requested that you pick a movie for us to watch, and yes. we will do a movie review of it. Don't let it suck, or I'm going fact. to fucking murder you. It won't so, suck. Yay! So, because of that, I would love to go ahead and hear what movie we will be watching this afternoon. Well, right. it's hard to pick a movie because it might not be on that site. Oh, I can find it. Okay. I can find I'm it. I'm going to this one. So I, I went through a lot of choices. Like when I first, when you guys first told me like, oh yeah, you can pick, you're going to be the guest. I was like, oh fuck, I got to pick a good one. So I went through like the Underworlds, the Resident Evils. Van Helsing was like one of my original favorites. You guys just oh, watched Cabin good. in the Woods. So that would have been my pick. But when I circled back to it, I was like, Dog Soldiers. Okay, Dog that Soldiers. I've never heard of that. I've never seen it. It's probably Dog Soldiers is a very good werewolf movie. All right, seen. well, this is going to pop Carrie and I's cherry. Yep. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Dog Soldiers Graham was a movie that came <laughs> out when uh, there was a while when sci-fi was making really good horror flicks. They made probably about six or seven back-to-back, -back, and it yeah. was before... Shutter and all those things existed, so they were letting different indie act uh, like uh, directors direct films and go direct like come out directly on sci fi, which mm -hmm. is where you get like Sharknado and stuff like that as well. But Dog Soldiers came out before they started leaning heavy into the more che cheesier movies. Uh, and there was another one that came out right before Dog Soldiers that was another sci fi movie that was perfect, mm -hmm. it was so good. 
but Dog Soldiers is a really good one. So, yeah, I'm stoked about watching this movie. So, yeah, guys, uh, coming up after the break, uh, our review for uh, Puppy uh, Power. Dog Soldiers. Puppy <laughs> Wait, give me your best Paw wolf Patrol. house. We have to go into this with positive energy. Best wolf house, go. <laughs> That's one. All the dogs in this neighborhood hate us now. Yeah. Yeah. Mission accomplished. We gotta go pee on all the trees. <gasps> right now? Right now. I okay, think there go. might be a fire hydrant down the street. You can continue from, I've peed uh, from on that Trezor. one so many times. Okay, true. That's she your wants territory. a new one. Carrie came over there and shit on it while I was trying to pee on it. <laughs> Alright guys, so uh, coming up, the review for a Doggy Soldiers. Coming right up after the break. We're losing our virginities. Yep. We you guys, go. uh, we gotta go hump something. Stay we'll rotten, the fire and we will see you. We're not a sex cult. Not a sex cult. We're not a sex cult. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. And now our famous movie review. All right, guys. Is the microphone on? Yes, the microphone Are is you sure? Oh, crap. Now I'm going to go to the bathroom. Sure. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I can't help we it. We literally waited. I, I made sure that you <laughs> said that she <laughs> specifically said she was ready. Uh, so, okay, guys. Uh, good dog. We just... I'm a cat. We just watched uh, Dog Soldiers uh, because Evan, uh, that was the movie that he referenced for us to watch, and we watched Dog I Soldiers. I liked it until he pissed me off, and now I don't like it anymore because he chose it. I'm just kidding. It was really good. It's got your boy in it. You'll be fine. Mm. Sorry, I had a mouthful of liquid. Um, so... <laughs> Can I talk about my boy? Uh-huh. Okay, guys. So, Cooper in this movie, I guess you could say he's the main guy. He was in Grey's Anatomy, and he also played in the Army in that show. So, this was very awesome. I kept having flashbacks to it, and he was always one of my favorites. He played Dr. Owen Hunt. So, if you've seen Grey's Anatomy... And you liked Owen Hunt, you would love this movie because he does a kick-ass job like he did in the show. His yes. name is Kevin McKidd. I love him. I yes. love you, Kevin McKidd. And the premise of this movie is where a crap ton of guys pretend to be Goldilocks, break into a cottage, <laughs> eat all their porridge, sleep in their beds, and fuck shit up. It is literally yeah. the three bears. And they yeah. leave a bad review of their stay at this cottage. Yeah. <laughs> Only one of them makes it out. It's yep. the it's the three bears and the horrible reviewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds kinda Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh like first by going around and, and getting your like personal like so what did you think of the movie as a whole? So as far as camera work and like you said, the quality of the footage, I I've wanted a little bit more, but I also liked the graininess of it and the detail and how, oh God, this is so fucking gory. I like the death count. I like the gore. I like the werewolf look. And really, it was really good. Well executed. But, you know, as far as the filmography part of it, I wish for a bit more. So that's my brief synopsis so far. What about it, Carrie? Okay, so besides the fact that I love Cooper and his acting anyways, um, I was a fan of the way it kept shooting between the werewolf's sight and the human sight. 
I love that. Um, let's see. Uh, like Grim was saying, the gore and the way the blood was. And the perspective uh, of the werewolf. What? Yeah. Yes, I loved that. Uh, and I really liked how throughout the movie, like the werewolf, you're kind of learning more and more about it throughout, just by in its actions and. It's like, it's not getting smarter throughout. It's been smart the whole time, but you're learning more of its smartness, and I really like that, how the plot kind of develops. And it's, the movie jumps into action automatically, but there's still so much to develop. Normally when a movie jumps straight into action, there's not much left to develop. So I liked that even though it jumped right into it, it still developed along the way. Yes. Yes, yes. And, uh, Evan, of course, you have seen this movie. You reference yes. this movie to us, uh, to give the audience just a brief summary of what you like the most about this movie. All right, so I can rant and rave about this movie all day long. When it comes to, like, werewolves and the psychology in which that this movie, like, carries their, their way of thinking, <coughs> this movie is A-plus to me. This is the one that demonstrates the most realistically what if you turned into a werewolf, what you would think like, what you would move like, how you would behave. Like, these guys, uh, the ones that just turned, the, the soldiers that end up turning in it, they remember things that just happened, but a lot of their, like, long-term memories are gone. So they know, like, who the people are. They recognize faces, but they can't exactly, like, make a plan as much. Because they're more primal. Yeah, they're very much back to their primal mm -hmm. states, but they just, they retain very little information about what just happened. Uh, the way that the werewolves hunt as a pack and the way that they're able to sit there and span out and hide in the tree line so that there's no clear line of sight. The little moves they're able to make here and there in order to get inside the house, the way they attack, the way they separate the group, it's just, it's, this is werewolves at its finest. And the people's weaknesses and mm -hmm. when they're alone. Yeah, they got them all into their own house, knew the layout. They knew how to sequester one person away from the rest of them. When they had them alone, they definitely made the best of their shot. Um, the, the kills are beautiful the way Fucking they're just munching on heads well and chucking them at trucks and stuff like that yes they tore up the truck when the, they first get to the house so that way you know that these they werewolves were stealthy are thinking. about it yeah they just go in there and tear it up they make sure you have no way out it's just it's just everything that you would want in a werewolf movie is in this little low budget werewolf movie yes. <laughs> okay so it was directed <clears throat> by um neil marshall and uh you might I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure you've seen his other movies, some of his other movies. He did The Descent, which is a great mm -hmm. movie. Oh, oh the yes, is I like um, The Descent. He also did the most recent remake of Hellboy, which was not as good. Um, it is Hellboy. It wasn't that good. But he just recently released a movie called The Layer that I've seen some trailers for that actually looks pretty interesting. So I wanted to check that out. But, uh... <clears throat> To me, the the pros and cons of this movie, I've, I've never been a big fan of werewolf movies. I have a lot of respect for the way this did werewolves because it was more like, okay, who fucking cares what the fucking rules are? Or who cares who was bitten and who turned like it's fucking just werewolves coming after you? Mm -hmm. I don't like my movies to be too explanatory because it removes you from the personal experience of being with other people that don't know. So, like, the more somebody knows about a monster, the less scary a monster is. Mm -hmm. And they started off there, but they started... It's classic slam-bang action. Yeah. Yeah. But they started 
trying to shoehorn more lineage to it as mm -hmm. it got toward the end of the movie. Oh, and I think that that... Enveloping. Yeah, but I think that the movie unfolding. could actually cut 20 minutes of that shit out yes. and leave it as just let them, let people think of it. Let them infer these ideas. Because a lot of the exposition, there was a bit of exposition where you could tell he felt like he hadn't sold that story enough. So toward the end when it's like her and him there and, and she's like, this is exactly what's going on. And he's like, now I know exactly what went on. A lot of, when you see that in filmmaking, it's like the filmmaker almost like going like, they're fucking dumb. I need to infer the yeah. information. So you do exposition or deposition. Yeah, I can see how it was unnecessary, but at the same time, I was glad for it. I wanted to see her her giving that. Like, and, ah, I yeah, liked that. My other gripe about it is, of course, like color coordinating it and having yes. more. It, it was very murky. It works really well for this movie, but it's still so fucking murky in some of the shots. It's really hard to say like mm -hmm. to tell what's going on. On the outside, yes. I wanted to see more of the detail on the outside, but as far as in the house, I got to see a lot of how they had prepared and set design. Like, oh, yeah. I like well, that. Well, one of the things that you enjoy the most about it, how the werewolves like tactically move, mm -hmm. well, how the soldiers tactically move was also like very orchestrated because his whole family is and have been in wars and in battles and he mm -hmm. had them with him setting up and saying this is what they should do and this is what this makes it more like real soldiers yeah. and he wanted to pay really close attention to making sure that all that stuff was done a very specific kind of way mm -hmm. um the fact that he casted dancers as the werewolves because he wanted the werewolves to have like a certain kind of grace to them and uh <clears throat> I always see that scene where the werewolf is standing up in the room is very reminiscent of an alien scene. As far a, as a the view of this, okay. Rising up. So it says that the transfer used on U.S. edition was not great. It was dark and grainy. That's what we watched, I'm sure. And unlike the German version, it was a very crisp image. Well, so what maybe they did, the, the other one. The version that there. I watched when I first saw it had a whole bunch of that not in it. Because it was the sci-fi version. Yeah. They okay. went back and released it on DVD and added a whole bunch more gore, but kind of weighed out what they had. Because okay. another scene that they cut was that when Spoon is eaten by the werewolf, the scene actually was filmed where the two werewolves, one is holding him from the top, and the other one attacks him from the bottom, and they tear him. And oh. yeah, clean and happy. yeah, it's a really good scene if you can ever watch it. And they went with that one because it was the the director was like, I did it, but I think it would be too traumatizing because he was like the the comedy relief of the film, and he mm -hmm. didn't want to traumatize the audience. Yeah. But he said he came up with a line of like, I hope I give you the shits. Yeah. The only part of this movie that I hated was I don't know for some reason the dead bodies like at the end that were hanging I just really hated the look. They sucked. The dead bodies. The dead bodies. This is such a fucking kick-ass wraparound. I hate you for that. The dead bodies at the end of this movie actually were were fucking used for Event Horizon. Fuck that movie. Fuck those dead bodies. This movie was great. Besides that, my only tip to whoever the fuck directed this is why do you have to? 
add that in. Like, wait <laughs> right until then. The director <laughs> also put literally tons of references. One of the characters' names is Bruce Campbell. They call him Bruce through the whole thing, and one time they say Officer Campbell. I'm going to leave the room. There's, there are so many <laughs> no. references throughout this whole movie Why? to other yeah. horror movies. I'm not here anymore. No, Bruce Campbell's not Event Horizon. Bruce Campbell is Ash from Armies of Darkness. That's yeah. mad props. Though. Okay, well, that's fine. Right. Despite but his hiding me, because fuck it. Almost ev- there are so many in there that the director even was like, I kind of like went a little heavy on the Easter eggs. Like, mm-hmm. even he said so. Because he said he's a big fan of horror movies, and he, it's just chock full of other references like to horror the movies. I references others, but not Event Horizon. Yeah. Event Horizon all time. But besides but no, that, this it was, was a great movie. It was gory. It was bloody. It was There was mm-hmm. a high body count. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that the dog survived. Well, one of them. The, mm-hmm. that, yeah, the, the one on all fours dog made it all the way. Matt had even pointed out about the blood. The way it was pulling Yeah, out. how it just oh, like yeah. poured. The blood that, was just pouring. Was cool. yes. uh, apparently, Simon Pegg was originally going to be the lead role in this movie, but he well, turned it down. I'm glad he did, because Owen did better. Yeah, Simon Pegg was originally going to be that role, Rawr. like the lead role, and it would have went in a completely different direction. And it worked yeah. out having Owen Hunt. Um, yeah, I really like, too, the way that the werewolves look in this. They didn't, like, make every portion of the body like super huge like i love the yeah. van helsing yes. werewolves yeah. like yes. as far as cgi werewolves go number one in my opinion but they bulk out like the entire body mm-hmm. and that doesn't make too much sense because they're supposed to be taller and slender like wolves aren't fat and beefy they're made for speed they're made for agility they're not going to actually fight they're just going to come in and get the kill and scavenge what they can so these guys being made like, the upper bodies were still kind of, like, a little beefy in the chest. But then but it had that divot. Yeah, it and, had the divot yeah. in the, where the abs would be. Like, the head was stretched to the right size, to the right proportions. And it's just, it's a very good-looking werewolf if you know what a werewolf is supposed to actually look yeah, like. Yeah, and I, I actually like how this director was able to sort of obfuscate some of the werewolf stuff because like it one of the big scenes that stood out to me is when he's upstairs and the werewolf reaches through the windows and grabs him mm-hmm. is right before the werewolf does it he turns around and the blinds drop and then the werewolf grabs him and it was because when, since the werewolf was coming forward its face would be behind the blinds yep. because it probably doesn't do good on smashing into somebody's back it probably was like rolling up the face a little bit yeah. so they were like we have to cover it up because it's going to look like a mask yes. yeah. they played it very smart. but there's a lot of those shots throughout the movie where you can see either A they kind of digitally they had it pulled back with a little bit of movement and then they zoomed in and gave it greater movement to, again, to kind of blur out anywhere that the effects looked too hokey. Yes, mm-hmm. so instead like of could see the full body. Instead of, like, adding CG to it, they made it a little bit more murky and pulled in for a closer shot. Because there's a, just a barely a little bit of CG used in this movie. And they mm-hmm. say a lot of the CG was like the blood. Yeah. Like yeah. the flowing blood that I was talking good. about. Yeah. But I still liked it. I thought it because of the way it was so murky, it worked well in this movie. Did you already mention the dancers? Yes, yeah. I'm trying to see if I have anything like other... Um, the, the In the scene where uh, the guy's supposed to knock the dude out, mm-hmm. like literally they filmed that scene and exactly what happens is exactly what happened. 
like the first hit he fake swung at him and he didn't hit him and he did a reaction shot and the second shot he literally punched him in the fucking head because they he leaned in like mm. it was kind of spitball in that scene he literally punched the shit you know out that's of him. funny because there was actually a couple scenes in Grey's Anatomy that were like that really that's yes. fucking hilarious like Owen Hunt was a badass in it too I'm they, not going to stop talking about this. They also had a werewolf climbing a rope in this movie. Yeah. Yes. If you, like, blink, you miss it. The werewolf was climbing the rope, which means mm-hmm. that as a human, he would know how to climb a rope. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's that little bit of the psychology that is often missed, but the motherfucker was climbing a rope to the <laughs> second floor. Like Just throughout the movie, more and more like human-like things they're doing, like turning yeah. the lights off even. They didn't just blast the first door open either. The first clip is the handle like slowly turning, uh-huh. so they remembered how to yeah. open doors. It's my just favorite, One of my favorite things. scenes was when one of the werewolves uh, reached in, grabbed the gun, shot it, and then threw it back in. He's like, hey, I can do it too. Yeah. yeah. Take he, it back. He, he remembers it. how to do it, shoots inward, tosses it like, yeah, good fucking luck with that. You're yeah. not going to kill us. <laughs> he just walks off like a uh, bad ass into the night. Apparently the scene where the girl comes out and puts her hand on the glass and the glass cuts her hand, mm-hmm. that the relevance of that, of course later on they kind of used it to kind of reveal her being a werewolf, mm-hmm. but he was originally going to use that as the the pinging point of having her DNA to have Dog Soldiers Part 2 which was more about werewolf DNA, and that scene where she pricked her hand on that glass, that glass mm-hmm was going to be the piece that they used to... Oh, that'd be cool if they picked it up in the future. Yeah. yeah. Something. But as he says he now it. it's probably never going to go anywhere because he did, you know, The Descent and did really well, and now mm-hmm. he's doing other horror movies. So. Maybe somebody will pick it up and Maybe. make something out of it. And that reveal, too, when she's sitting there and she's like, uh, you call them a bitch, but I'm the real thing. I just unlock a door, and then the wolf just comes right out I from behind her. I love that rise just, up. Or, it's I, beautiful. It's really good. And her face. I liked mm-hmm. her face. Like, the way mm-hmm. they did everything like that. Beautiful. All practical effects. Just everything. Yeah, that was actually Christine from the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. It really wasn't. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, what he says is that he wrote this movie in a knee-jerk reaction to American Werewolf in uh, uh, London Mm. because he thought it was a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) He thought John Landis was not a good director, and he said, I'm going to make this better movie. And I I wouldn't say that this movie is better than American Werewolf in London, but I would say for a horror movie, it's more on the nose for a horror movie of Werewolf, whereas Mm. American Werewolf in London was like, it's the one that set the standard of what a werewolf was. Yeah. Like that set all the rules for werewolves, mm-hmm. like in that movie. But yeah, dog soldiers. So, uh, anything else you guys want um, to throw in about it? The term dog soldier, it came from the most powerful and militant of the Cheyenne tribes in the six military societies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the members of the war societies of the Cheyenne. Nice. They were called. Dog soldiers. Dog yes. soldiers. Yes. I knew what ground soldiers were, but I didn't know about dog soldiers, so that's cool. And it came into soldier. prominence during the Indian resistance against American explosionism in the mid-1800s. Interesting. Yep. There you go. And, and anybody that's else? Anything else you all want to say about the old dog soldiers? I say personally, I would recommend everybody to watch dog soldiers at least once because... Mm-hmm. 
it is a fucking hell of a werewolf movie. I would have liked to hear, like, more howling and stuff. Like, actual, like... Well, I think they kind of backed that off because it was a little bit too... Okay, here's a fun fact about dogs in the wild. Um, Dogs that we own as human beings will howl. But howling is literally only a thing that puppies do in the wild. Dogs would never howl in the wild because it would leave them open to predators. Mm -hmm. So, like, howling is literally just a house dog thing. If our dogs grew up in the wild, they would not be howling like that. And, like, coyotes and shit howling is more of a calling to each other in order to locate prey. Again, it it wouldn't serve any purpose for one dog to howl, so they kind of. Well, I stand by what I said. That's a hill I'll die on. I wanted more howling. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hill I die on. Of the wolves, though, like if they got hit or anything, it was so different. Sound effects. Mm. Well, the gun, the 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 guns also had a sort of a firing into a hollow, uh, like a water barrel. Yeah. And it was like that. Woof, woof. Mm. It was so very bass heavy. Yeah, it was very bass yeah. heavy. <laughs> so you had those real big fucking impacts that are like, wong, wong. Yeah. But yeah, it was a super fucking fun film. Ten Thank you for ten. the suggestion. Yeah. Good werewolf movement. Good everything. Yeah. It was the best they could do in this. I do, I do. I again, I like it. he's talking about the whole like werewolf going up the, the, the rope and when the werewolf was kind of like in the window there beforehand. There are so many shots that are like, oh, that looks so good. But then there's other things where it's like, oh, man, there's like, there's nothing you can do to make a graceful werewolf like do that movement and it not come off as like, oh, like a werewolf kind of in the window, like, hey, like that's a little bit too much for me. Like if they would have just had the one standing there and and done that. But to me. Honestly, that scene looked like something like out of like the Muppets, because you had like one full size Muppet, and then you had a hand Muppet in the window there next mm-hmm. to it. But then again, that scene is like one of the coolest scenes because they had the full size werewolf, and that's the first time you see it, and it looks so good. Mm-hmm. But the werewolf in the fucking window looks ridiculous. <laughs> I think if they did like another part, or I don't really want to remake. I would like a pick up on this shit. Where it's bigger budget, they can spin it on better suits. Where it's it'd be badass to see this in like like high resolution yes. and and like one of the things like you you see so many movies you see Predator in this you see American Werewolf in this you see there's a whole bunch of homages to other horror movies and the Descent is the exact same way so mm-hmm. I'm guessing this guy's very heavy about like going into other horror movies that he likes and using them as a a way to kind of move it forward. But he, you know, he could go in any direction with that shit because it's, yep. you know, you just kind of follow that modus operandum of regular horror movies. But yeah, fucking uh, good flick. Good, yes, uh, good choice. Good choice. Yes. Good choice. Very, very happy. Uh, well, uh, when this comes Wait, out, though, of heavy. course, uh, you will be gone. Mm-hmm. So technically, uh, damn, you said gone like he's gonna be dead. You're gonna be dead. No, <laughs> Gary's probably gonna kill you. Just as in like uh, speech, <laughs> this is technically us uh, saying um, goodbye because you're gone at this point. So thank you for. Uh, we had a great weekend with Evan. We've got a whole bunch of shit we done. Miss you. Uh, we can't Aww. wait for you guys to see all the stuff that we uh, did with him. We'll um, see you again one day. So yeah, I'm sure, baby misses you too. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for coming down. Thanks for hanging out, and uh, Thank thanks you guys for, for helping us me. make I stuff. It a lot. I hope you get blast. really far in life with R O T T N or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> we will. Yeah. We will. Uh, but yeah, so uh, have a good morning and uh, stay rotten, guys. Yes, stay, stay rotten. rotten. I'll be on a plane to Canada Sunday. What does that mean? It means what I said. It's Monday, though. Oh, I mean Monday. <laughs>